Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Hi guys, how are we? Pretty oh, good. Okay, thank you. A little bit sleepy. Yeah, no, I, but I'm also busy. I got a little bit stuck in a YouTube rabbit hole last night and it started at about 11 and it finished at about half past one. What kind morning. of YouTube rabbit hole? Oh, kind of all sorts of things. Like it started out just on my sub box. I follow, anyone follow that seagull? Uh, I Me feeding my pet seagull every day to gain his trust. No. Um, I mean, in some ways... I think I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. It, it start, it's, I think he posts everything to TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, in some ways, probably shouldn't be like feeding a seagull, but it's just the same one every yeah. time. Flies up to his window. He's been doing it for like 120 days or something. It will climb on his hand. Yeah, the best friends now. Uh, he's called Steven Seagull. That's our joke. That's a ripoff. Why yeah. don't you do that? Um, Lawyers are on their way. He had babies as well. He had babies. He Stephen. gave birth to the babies. Stephen had babies. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's complicated. Yeah, seagulls give birth to live young. Anyway, so it started there, but it ended up. I watched someone build a really big Howl's Moving Castle out of like bits of plastic, just like okay. food packages and lolly sticks mm-hmm. and stuff, which was so therapeutic to watch. Really? Yeah. What it, time did you finish? Like half one in the morning, something like that. Man, I've you've been, been in on a, a roll of late nights, haven't yeah. you? I've been in a bit of a Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares oh, yeah. vibe on that YouTube at the moment. That does not sound like a, an easy thing to get you off. recommending me like various yeah, episodes really of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Gordon Ramsay hates the food. Or it's like, Gordon Ramsay says, this fish and chips taste like a battered condom. Like, well, like, I've got to hear him well, say this. <laughs> Play. I like to this watch... fish and chips taste like a battered condom. Yeah. I like to Excellent. watch like the first half where he's like slagging off the food and then witnesses a dinner service and he's like, you're out of your mind. And What's he's raging. Wrong with you? He's like, you're an absolute idiot. And I'm always like, yes, tell him Gordon. And I like when they get angry as well because it's like, when they that's get angry Gordon Ramsay. Gordon. Yeah. It's when... effing raw. It's effing raw. What are you? An idiot sandwich. An idiot sandwich. Brilliant. Well, I've not been, been watching. watching any YouTube? No. Oh. I watched all of On My Block yesterday. Oh yeah, season interesting four. choice for you, I think. Yeah, well, I watched the like it popped up on Netflix earlier this year, and I just saw like the first, like you know, the little teaser it gives you, mm. and I was like, that's quite funny. I enjoy that. It's very, it's very for a certain age group demographic. Yeah. But I still ended up enjoying it. And then I wasn't feeling too great yesterday. And season four was just on Netflix, and I was like, okay, time to watch six hours of television. This. Did you watch What If last night? No, I the didn't. The last episode? No, I didn't, but I've got it. It's really good. You should watch it. Ready to go. Yeah. What was that? 
What? I just did you? Just it was to... just a very polite way of interrupting. <laughs> no, I, didn't. What she was I just, doing. I just had to like get the question out. Gotta get and it I in. just had to like touch you. I'm sorry. Anyway, this is our video game podcast. Uh, we are three minutes into it, and it's time to talk about games. Of course, each and every week on our video game sponsor. Sponsor Every single cast. week on our video game podcast, we've got an appropriate video game sponsor, mm-hmm. is what I was trying to say. I, I have the ad read. Yeah. Week. As it's now the spook month, the spooky sponsors, are, they're rolling in. <gasps> they're flying in. Uh. And this week, we are proud to be sponsored by uh, an anti-diuretic, actually, oh. called Outlast Poo. Outlast Poo. As in... You, you unpack would... that. What's a diuretic, please? Well, unpack that. Is that their slogan? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's an anti-diuretic. I don't know. Maybe I've written it down wrong. You is said it... anti-diuretic. No, that is yeah, that is right then. So it's an so anti-diuretic. That to stop you having diarrhea. So it'll harden your stool. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Outlast poo. Yes. So you outlast. You will outlast poo. The poo. Right. So it takes longer. So you're not when you think about it, day. it's actually really clever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense. Or it mm. could be a diuretic, and then it's outlast poo. <laughs> <laughs> so you will never poo. So you <laughs> take it. You void your bowels and, and then you, you never die. Poo. Never poo again. So you oh never God. poo again. I would again. love to never have to poo again. Wow. I imagine there's a lot of drugs actually that will void your bowels and kill you. Yeah. So yeah. anything really. Well, then you have to have one of those poo transplants, which what? is the colloquial term for it. It's a so real. Like, it's they a real reintroduced thing. the the someone else's the poo. flora and stuff to your tummy. You, yeah. If you like strip, Not that's where your poo doesn't go in your tummy. <laughs> people. <laughs> people get um. Some people have like enema addictions and stuff. They oh. like and they over enema them. Themselves. Or if they if they've been really ill and they've just like stripped their digestive yeah, system, all of their flora and stuff, then other people will donate their poo. That's so thoughtful. Which then gets like inserted into your intestines wow. and spread like flora. That's what I was going to no! say. Just like no, like on warm, Why did you say that? I was... warm toast. No. It's a video game podcast. Uh, is that a real sponsor? Uh, sadly, no. Oh. But you've outdone me there with your horror, <laughs> your oh your abject disgust. The fact that you've grossed out Ashton is impressive. I know. I'm pretty impressed by that. I'm claiming that as a picture. Just the, way, the idea of a knife in your oh. bum hole spreading it. Well, like okay, that wasn't the visual I well, had. Well, that's the visual I had. Ugh. Let's just give everyone. And then you just, said warm toast, and that let's really made give me everyone just a few seconds. We're sorry. Uh, we're actually sponsored by our wonderful patrons, if we have any left at this point, mm. over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as $1 per month, you can submit questions to this podcast. There's tons of other re- rewards available. We've introduced loads of new rewards. They're all kicking off this month. Uh, you will have already seen Triple Jump After Dark. The first episode went up on the podcast feed for free. There mm-hmm. is a second episode available now. It's a fortnightly podcast. Loads of stuff. So do consider going over there and supporting us. Mm. We've got something else as well, haven't we? Pashton. Can you say it at the same time? Oh, yeah. Yes. We have another real actual actual sponsor called called TripleJump.gg. Hello, everyone. As well as our extremely real and totally not fictitious in any way sponsor, we're officially partnered with PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo to sell their codes through our own website, triplejump.gg. 
Here you can get everything from topping up your digital wallet to PlayStation Plus, Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass and Nintendo Switch Online subscriptions as well as Minecraft mine coins. <laughs> mine coins? They'll be your coins any minute. <laughs> nice one, Peter. Yeah, thanks very much. It's 100% legitimate, directly supports us and provides you with the delightful digital currencies you're going to buy anyway. Visit triplejump.gg to browse our full stock. Triplejump.gg. This is a real sponsor. It's time for question one. This is from Zach Gibson, who says, What's the most disappointing final boss you have encountered? Thank you for all the top quality content you put out. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, Zach. Zach. Thank you, you too. Zach. I really appreciate that. Goodness me. Do you know what? It's going to be a pretty boring answer, but flipping the boss of Tekken 4, right? I've talked about... Tekken bosses before in terms yeah. of unforgiving bosses mm. and, you know, mm. ones that made you angry cry. And They've usually got, like, horns and stuff, haven't they? Yeah, well, exactly. They've <laughs> usually got horns. There's one, the one in Tekken 5 has, like, a mouth on his tummy and he will, like, gobble you up. Oh, I'm more of a moose. Well, that's cheating, isn't it? What is that? I was going to do horns, but I was doing, like, horns with different, like, like, like spikes on bike. <laughs> just look like a moose. He won't actually a gobble moose. you up with his tummy mouth. He will shoot a fireball at you that is very difficult to dodge. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, he definitely needs a diuretic. Of some he does, yeah. Out the last poo. Uh, Tekken <laughs> 3 has, like, basically an actual dragon, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then there's, like, the devil... Devil Kazuya, who's like a purple winged man. The Devil Kazoo. Uh, and as hard as it is, <laughs> at least the really annoying Tekken 6 or whatever it is, a boss uh, that I really hate called Azazel. Bless you. Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> uh, Give him the old. Looks kind of cool. He's like this 15 foot crocodile man with like an Egyptian headdress on and he's sort Ooh. of made out of crystals. He sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds uh, like a guy I could get a beer with. So you've got that, that whole pantheon of actual monsters and stuff. Mm. But the final boss of Tekken 4 was Combat. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need you to spell that for me right now. C-O-M-B-O-T. Okay, com. Combat. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, it was the final boss get from... Get your mind out of the gut. <laughs> what? Get your mind out of the intestines, all right? Yeah. How dare you? Uh, Combat. So most of the, Bumbles. I mean, I might not be remembering this correctly, but there he is. <laughs> He's rubbish. There he is. Oh picture of combat. He looks like a bad CGI robot from the opening of some robot well, combat. Like what he, is. he looks like he's from the Combots. movie Robots, though, like picks mm. the animated oh, yeah. God, movie. that was a bad film. I really like that movie, actually. I didn't like it that much, but uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was on a long haul flight and it was the only kids movie they had. So I watched that film three times in a row. I did that with Shark Boy versus Lava Girl. When oh, you... right. Yeah, I've seen that film. <laughs> I've never been on a flight long enough to have film. Haven't you? No. Have film. Have, have film. film. <laughs> to have film. Um, Combot is the final boss for most of the characters in Tekken 4. Some of them actually have a different final boss depending on their storyline, but he's right. like the default one. So if you pick like the least interesting character that Namco clearly cares nothing about, you just get to the final round and it's like, Combot, go. Uh, and he's just a, a fighting robot. And you stand in this like wrestling ring or boxing ring. So, so like Real Steel starring Huge Jacks, man. Exactly. I don't know what that is, but yes. Do you know what Real just Steel like is? Just like that. Oh, Christ. Uh, and you, you just, you've got a crowd cheering you on and you just fight this robot who I think has that thing of what uh, various fighting game characters have where they imitate the 
fighting style of different characters. Yeah, and like sometimes real steel, yeah. Yeah, just like that. Uh, and so they'll switch yeah. it up, which is something that Tekken has done more than once before. Um, but combat was rubbish. <laughs> just really rubbish. Just so combat. underwhelming. I hate, I hate combat. Had no personality. It was literally a robot and never appeared before or probably since. Uh, might have been in Tekken Tag 2 because that had like every character in it. But Maybe he just wanted a friend. Yeah. Well, he did probably you, did. Did you, you try and talk to him first him? before you kill him? No. Before you fight shamed him. Yeah. Uh, and also just an honorable mention to Haven Call of the King, yeah. which not only had a bad ending, but also the final boss, despite the fact that there are some boss fights in that game, the final boss is just a quick time event. And that's all it is. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. you fight actual bosses throughout the game and you get to the the, the big bad and it's just, uh, it's just that. Just that. So press X. Yeah, press X to be chained to your rock and die. So there's there's a mine, Ashton. Um, I only really have one answer, and it's a game that we've talked about on the podcast before because it's a game that we've played recently. Um, I couldn't think of anything where I've been like, oh, that was disappointing. Normally, I'm just like, oh, that was it. Okay, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end boss of Plague Tale <laughs> is yeah, just no, right. so bad. Well. Like it's just a real bad. And if you haven't heard of us talk about it before, you're fighting some kind of evil Pope man. And I don't he... know, is this is, is it too soon for spoilers? I, I mean, know. I want to play Plague Tale at okay. some point soonish. So. Okay, well, I mean, it's not. There's a Pope man. There's an evil Pope, Pope man. man. But you right. know he's evil pretty much from the get go, anyway. Okay. Yeah, he's, and he's his very, boss fight he's is like just... decaying, basically, yeah. when you right. look at him. He's like, that's an evil Pope that's man. That's an evil yeah. Pope man. Not that there are many benevolent Pope men in no. real life no. either. I don't think there are any at all. But, um,. Yeah, and the boss fight is just clumsy and doesn't make any sense, and it's just ridiculous. And the, like the place, the kind of arena for the boss fight is like real tiny, yeah, and just doesn't really give you any leeway at all. If you were like me, Ashton, you were sat there doing that boss fight, thinking, "How did we? How did it come <laughs> to this? Yes, how did we get here? Yeah, this is really stupid. Yeah, and then it's just kind of a very disappointing." end of, of the boss it's fight just a rule well. of threes boss yeah. fight isn't it you just you you make sure you get him hit tw- three times yeah. and then you do a win yeah oh. and like yeah it's just really not very oh, good crap. can't wait basically peter you only need to pay play like seven hours of play when you get to the cart you can just stop playing you just stop playing Right. You'll know the. You'll cart. know the cart. You'll know the cart. that basically that whole thing from the cart onwards is just bad Oh, yeah. but so, I was yeah. ready to stop playing a considerable amount of time yeah. before that. As yeah, well. it's a shame. But I mean, I kind of feel like, in some ways, what's mm. the I, what's the point of me playing then? Because I don't want to finish half. You'll the story. love the setting. I yeah. will. I know. I've already played a little bit of that game. Uh, but you know, what's the point in starting a game if I'm not going to finish the story? I hate like not finishing something. You'll finish it, but because if you want to like finish the story, yeah. But like just pre-warning. You will you'll hate, hate it. it from like the end of the game. <laughs> like you'll really enjoy it. Up We're to doing a you a favor, point. really, I know, Peter. I know. Because if we We're said just it was amazing, your expectations, you, if you, you know. went in, you'd be like, "What the hell is wrong with I you?" I think I might yeah. have played Rubbish. it a little bit sooner than I might have started playing it maybe this week or last week. If oh. not for the fact that uh, oh, okay, I thought you said you had stabbed. No, like I might have done if 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 I'd not or kind of been not put off entirely. But now I'm like. There's a really fantastic um, cart bit 
you're yeah, gonna you're gonna love really it. And you enjoy can ride that bad boy all the way to the best final boss you've ever seen. But it is gorgeous. But like, I think it's... the game's really good, and then like it just kind of lets itself down at the, the end. But I do still enjoy it. I don't think the, the child, child was that annoying. Oh, it's the worst, but I think he's it's so because needy. Ben is just... He's, mate all he's the time. a four-year-old. He's, he's like so a needy. full he's child. Like, oh, save me. I'm four. <laughs> just just learn how to use a gun, will just you? Just learn how to be eight. Yeah. God. Do a flip, oh coward. God. Yeah, be ten. Rubbish. <laughs> just grow Rubbish. up. Rubbish. Ben? Yeah, uh, I have one um, that's actually entirely relevant to what I'm playing at the moment as well. And that is, and I don't know if I should really spoil it, but the final boss of Demon's Souls is not good. Okay. Uh, in that it's thoroughly underwhelming. Demon's Souls is the by far the easiest and most accessible Soulsborne game there is, not only from its uh, level structure in that you have a central area that you just warp to levels and it is not open-ended it is you start at the beginning of the level and then you fight your way to a boss at the end mm -hmm. and then you can walk back and then walk back to that point and then go to the continue on to the next boss right. and so on so it's super simple and if anyone wants to get into these games or give them a go demon souls is definitely the one to do it obviously ps5 is the most accessible way to do that not everyone can get a ps5 at the moment and they're expensive so maybe not but the ps3 version still does exist apart from everyone in our office managed to get one everyone in yeah. our office pretty much got a ps5 last week it was Fraser ridiculous Porter, some kind batch. of ps5 marketplace just he on just hand. found he just like had these hacks our social media community manager man mm. fraser he was just going from pc to you PC get a ps5 to people who you wanted get them. a ps5 and we've already had one show up this week uh i think uh, kieran one got showed his. up last weekend james has showed up this week yeah, yeah. and there's two more on the way ross is getting one jack atkins the writer for cultaholic is getting one. one andrew got one as well yeah so. andrew was getting a second one wasn't he because yeah, he's already got his, one yeah. so yeah anyway everyone's got a ps5 one for his partner yeah uh, anyway, the point is, if you want a PS5, you can flip and get one. And Demon's Souls is great. However, because it is easier, some of the bosses are, you know, it was their first attempt at really doing this kind of mm. genre. You know, it was a trailblazing game. And a lot of the bosses are not for particularly hard, especially by the standards of later games. Mm -hmm. uh, the last boss, what most people would consider to be the last boss, is really visually impressive, fantastic music, really foreboding. It's the, what you fought the whole game to get to. Then there's like another one, but it's it's a it's it is an it is an twelve year old game. Mm. It's a little slug thing. You fight a little slug thing, right. and it doesn't really fight back. It sort of goes and like hits you for a tiny amount of damage. It's meant to be sort of a symbolic oh, is this what humanity has come to kind of moment? But in terms of like, you fight, you fight the Tower Knight as your like second or third boss in the game. And it's this massive, great big thing with a huge shield, really impressive to look at. And then it ends with that. And it's kind of like, oh man, I really wish it would have ended with the cool fight on top of the ruined yeah. castle. But never mind. <laughs> the slug it. will do, I guess. The slug will do. The slug covered in sticks will do. Uh, you can't co-op that fight, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Uh, mm. Not that you would need any help. It's a solo all. experience. It's it important. is. You really have to absorb the lore. But yeah, that, I don't want to share my slug uh, fight with anyone. Yeah. No, you really got to drink mine it in. It's mine and my only slug. You got to drink it in. Hopefully, I haven't ruined the game for people. The, the the game is phenomenal. I just think the final boss is uh, let down. But there we are. That's my answer. Great. Should we move on? Good answer. I think so. Yeah. To a section. Have we done it before, Ashton? I really don't think we have. Oh. Have, we, have we done it before, Peter? Yeah. Right, well, you two well, are going to have to... I don't know what oh, no, you're so, talking no, actually, no, 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 no. I thought we were going on to a big discussion, but no, that's no, not... That's, oh, that's later. What is yeah. this, then? What are, what, I'm confused now. I don't what, know where we are. 
what we play in. Mm-hmm. How do you spell that? Puller ah ya inner. No, we're not on that before. And then one of those flicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. What's it called? An ampersand. And that pop free. A what? An apopotrophy. Apopotrophy. Oh Christ. It's what we play in time. It's time to talk about what we play in. Uh, Peter Ost. Mm. Peter Ost. Peter Ost. Not Plague Tale. No. 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 I uh, <laughs> I was uh, busy over the weekend, so I didn't get to play over the weekend at all. But uh, at the start of the week, I finished Kana, the did Bridge you? of Spirits. Yeah. How did you find the last boss? Uh, I thought it was um, probably easier than some of the other bosses. Like really? In... W- were you playing on normal? Yeah. Oh, wow. I found the last boss to be way more challenging than any of the other oh, bosses. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, I found... So it's in a few stages. I found... Um, I don't I want to preface oh, this. Too spoilery. I haven't finished the game yet. Okay. Um, but there There's is... There's a giant slug man. There's a slug. And he's a pope. And um, I fight it with my cart. rot slug. Yes. Yeah. There is a bit where... Um, you fight uh so the there are a few stages to the boss fight mm. and one of the stages involves fighting fighting a bigger target than other parts of the boss fight if that makes sense to you yeah and big I, slug big slug a big slug a big slug when you fight the big slug um i found that trickier than fighting the non big slug okay or slugs um but uh i thought it was a good uh, it was a fairly well designed boss fight in mm-hmm. that it, it kind of said, "Here's everything you've learned. You know, do, you do all have this. To use all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fun. Um, I thought that you know my, my opinion obviously remains unchanged in terms of that game is very uh, tranquil and pretty and enjoyable in that sense. But I uh, feel like Kana just doesn't really get enough character development throughout mm. that game. I just don't really know what she's about. Know what she's about. I don't really care about her that much beyond the extent of just she is protagonist. Mm. You know, hello, I am protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Um and I kind of want to. She seems like a nice person, you know. <laughs> yeah. Someone you can get a beer with. I hope yeah. yeah, I hope she does well and enjoys yeah. the rest what of her What are you going to do after school, but... Kana? You got any plans? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, just uh, like talking. To just go brother, home and be it? conscientious, and like just learn how to be a better spirit guide. Okay. Okay. Right. Sweet. Want to come Fine. for a drink or anything? No, no. no I've got to go home and and guide spirits and stuff. Okay. Um, well. Okay. See you later, I guess. You know, there's always a place for you here. Yeah, you're always welcome. Okay. At our thanks. Table. No. That's, yeah. Uh, I'm up for it, but um, not no, she, not just not tonight. She just sprints off into yeah. the woods. <laughs> I've got to go. <laughs> thanks for the invite. Actually, she's more got yeah. more I totally wobbly agree arms. What's We're doing the run. She's kind of got mm. wobbly arms when she runs. Da, na, 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 na. I do agree with you, Peter. I didn't give it much thought because at the end of the day, there was so little character de- development that it almost felt like she's just meant to be a vessel for the player. But mm. I do well, wish we is, did. I do wish but... we learned a bit more. Like yeah. she had some backstory apart yeah. from this is my daddy's stick. Yeah, and that's my stick. <laughs> I also I have a bit of an issue with. Um, I prefer games to either go all or nothing if they're going to be like, oh, what's going on? It's open to interpretation. How does this magic system work? How does, you know, what, how does this all work? You know, if it's something like uh, the Soulsborne games, I'm aware that they are very, um, 
you know, hugely interpretational and there are mm. channels dedicated to just talking about Dark Souls lore and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I'm well up for that. Um, and likewise with, um, I really liked Little Nightmares 1. Uh, you just move from one zone to the next and you have to just piece together. Well, this functions as like, there are loads of kids being kept here. This one is a kitchen and this one is where lots of people are eating mystery meat mm. what's going on and mm. you, that is very much up to you to piece together um but i thought with kana some of it just didn't make a lot of sense to me um i don't want to be too spoilery but there's a bit where uh you you try and confront the boss earlier on in the game mm. than than the the final boss fight mm. um and i didn't quite know what was supposed to have happened exactly in that cutscene, uh but given that they do try and explain other things throughout the game, I kind of thought, I don't like that middle ground. I don't like the fact that there's just this weird bit in the middle of the game where I was like, what actually just happened there? Did I did I die temporarily and then come back or what? Hmm? Part I of me kind wishes of it, got it, but maybe I... It might maybe, just be me. Like yeah. It could totally be me, but mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is just presented very visually without a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Obviously, Kane is on her own. She's not always got anyone to talk to and say, oh, exposition. That just oh, what just happened? Yeah. Um, so you she know. just makes silly baby noises at the rocks. Yeah, that's kind of it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I make silly baby noises at the rocks. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but overall, I did really enjoy it. But I agree with what you said last week, Ben, which is that uh, I don't mind if they don't do a sequel. I'd be happy for them to do something else. Yeah, explore mm -hmm. new ground. Um, mm -hmm. I think that'd be that'd be pretty good. Yeah, but uh, that's that's what I've been playing. Um, I'm gonna go for master difficulty. <laughs> No thanks. See you later. Uh, <laughs> I did uh, also play a little bit more um, Orcs Must Die because it has been a, a a hot minute since. No, it's not been a hot minute. It's been like three weeks. Yeah. Um, but I played that um, when I got it. I played it nonstop until I completed it, and then I didn't play any um, while I was playing Kano and stuff. So I thought, well, you know, go back and have a second run at that, and just you know, mop up some high scores and stuff mm. so that's what i've been doing yeah nice. Fair. yeah i've been playing kana as well i've been trying to collect like all of the stuff before i go into the last boss fight but there's one rot that i simply cannot find and i've looked up guides oh, no. and i got i can't find it i've gone through i know the area that it's in it's in like the field area but I've gone through like the guides, checked every place where it could be, and I literally cannot find it anywhere. Uh -oh. Have you done the thing with the so... water dragons where you go through the garden and you make all the plants grow? Yep. You have, because that one was one yeah. that I didn't realize until and I'm, I was I'm mopping like, things up. I'm missing a couple of hats, but I haven't actually gone back to find those yet. I've been trying to find this last rot. Um, but yeah, I wanted to finish everything beforehand, and I couldn't find this rot, so I got kind of annoyed and just was like, I'll play something else for now, and I'll go back and I'll find another time. Um, so I played some more Life is Strange at the weekend as well, so I've been getting through that. I, I went to the alternate reality and then came back from the alternate Ooh. reality. Um, it's not made me cry yet, but I think maybe it I'm will. emotionally stunted because... Mm. Everyone was saying that Edith Finch will make me cry on stream, but I just kind of oh. laughed my way Edith through Edith Finch. Edith Finch didn't song. make me cry. I just thought it was a really brilliant game. It is a really good game. Um, but I did laugh when a man got yeeted off the cliff. So yeah, maybe I saw I'm that. Maybe you're a psychopath. A broken. Mm. Um, I played some more. I know I've kind of had a week where I've like been jumping around from different games because I don't really know exactly what I wanted to play. Um, so I played some more Orcs Must Die 3 with, with MB. We mm -hmm. played a bit more at the weekend. We are not very good at that game. Okay. Um, we I don't think we've got through the last couple of rounds with more than 10 lights in our 
like saying They're using mad barricades to make yeah yeah point. but just we tried that a couple of times and we're just not very good at it yeah. but um maybe co-op i've improve. not played co-op i don't know if they maybe throw more enemies at you in co-op to make it harder maybe yeah, yeah so, um and then we've also been playing some borderlands 2 again and we played a bit more lemnis gate last night i really like that game i think it's really clever um, if you've got someone else to play it with. I mean, you can play it online, but we've just playing it between us. And um, there was one round, we we're playing it turn-based. So I go and then he watches me and I do what I want to do. And then he goes and then we take it in turns. Mm-hmm. Um, and during one of the rounds, uh, I had a sniper and I was trying to take out a couple of his guys to stop them from destroying my points. And he got his sniper out to try and kill my sniper, but instead just shot his guy right in the back of the head within seconds of the round. And then spent the rest of the game trying to stop this sniper from mm-hmm. shooting this other guy in the head. Um, and it didn't work. So every round he's like, oh, damn it, I haven't caught him in time. He literally shoots him within seconds of starting the round. So he was oh, having yeah. a pretty bad time with that one. Um, but I think I really enjoy that game. And I think Great it's concept. really clever. Mm. And um, if you like shooty games, um, but you don't like the high pressure situation of having to like straight away just figure out what's going on without any like knowledge then i recommend lemnus gate i think it's really fun mm. it's also an xbox game pass you haven't got to pay for it if you've got xbox you've game got pass. Pay for it, so yeah that's what i've been playing this week nice uh i have finished and platinumed life is strange true colors oh yeah congratulations thank you i really enjoyed it i think it doesn't really it's it everyone that's sort of involved in the central cast is like in their early 20s this time whereas in all the other ones you've been like teenagers and so the drama was inherently a little less teeny bop yeah but it also felt that the stakes were a little lower this time the other games all focused on god is can't life be flipping horrible strange look look how Mm. terrible people can be and like all these ridiculous over-the-top situations that you would learn about in like school you know like don't we were talking about this the other day like public safety information films or whatever that they show Mm -hmm. to kids like Mm. don't go fishing near fishing lines or you're or you'll electrocute yourself uh don't don't go yeah don't fly a kite don't fly a kite next to a power station don't uh like drive don't get in a stranger's car, all that kind Don't of stuff. Don't talk to strangers you know, on the internet. Bales. Where it would be almost, the the end result would be co- almost comically horrific. Yeah. Like so, so over the top bad. Mm. Um, that was usually what life, that's usually been what Life is Strange has kind of lent into is like, how bad could it get? Yeah. Pretty flipping bad, actually. Well, the first one's like, there's an apocalypse happening. Yeah. And you're like doing all of this like teen drama stuff mm-hmm. whilst also there's an apocalypse looming on top of you at the exact same time. I actively don't want to ever play Life is Strange. I don't think it sounds very nice, like very enjoyable. I think like there are no. games such as Edith Finch that I are very much kind of like, oh, I must play that one day. But whenever I hear about Life is Strange, it just sounds really depressing. To be fair, like I was kind of the same, but I was intrigued by it and I have enjoyed it while I'm playing it. But I do think that I'm like, oh, another bad thing is mm-hmm. happening. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I found uh, I found Rachel. Okay. And that did, I was a bit like, oh, this is a bit sad. Mm. But I'm just kind of like, emotionally i just can't deal with it's balanced by the good stuff the sad Mm. stuff is balanced by love persevering and young people being good yeah that's usually what it is it just felt like in true colors the stakes were lower i love the world and i love the town and i love all the characters but because i'm 
not necessarily it, it could be because i'm experienced with life is strange games and how mm -hmm. certain decisions usually play out mm -hmm. like someone for example is being obviously set up as a detestable hateable person so i'm intentionally quite nice to them when it inevitably comes out that maybe they're misunderstood you right, know like yeah. it's it the writing is on the wall for me so it could be a combination of experience or you know maybe not very good writing mm. but there weren't really any difficult situations for me to navigate. Usually Life is Strange puts these really impossible decisions in your hands where it's like someone is going to be really upset with this decision. But I never felt like I was backed into a corner in that regard. Yeah. So in a way, it was sort of just six to eight hours of role playing in an idyllic town with people who really care about you. And <laughs> occasionally something went kind of bad. Um, which was which was delightful, and I did really like it, but I don't think it was necessarily as as I said high stakes as the other ones. But I do wholeheartedly, and it's so nice for it all to be released in one go. Um, mm. I liked it so much that mm. I ended up upgrading to like the special version, which had an additional chapter which takes place before you arrive in the town and you play from the perspective of another character, mm. um, and that was super fun. But I don't know if I could necessarily recommend it because it was pretty basic. So only if you're like really jonesing for more content. Um, and that was actually released like towards the end of last week. So it's a good thing I delayed playing Life mm. is Strange yeah. because the additional content was ready when I finished the game. Anyway, I'd really <laughs> recommend it. But if you're a Life is Strange fan and you haven't had a chance to play it yet, maybe temper your expectations. It's just, I think it's just a really nice game. Is Life is Strange to the same characters as no. Life is Strange? All the Life is Strange games have a tiny bit of crossover, but each I one see. follows a different protagonist and okay. a different story. So two's really good. I liked two as well. Hmm. Uh, apart from that, my job as a Demon Souls Sherpa came to an end when I helped my friend get through the final boss and the last bit of the game, and he ended up loving it, mm -hmm. as you know everyone does because Demon Souls is so good. Um, and this weekend I am doing one of the game weekend things that I try to do a couple of, uh, times a year with my friends, mm -hmm. but you know, COVID, so that hasn't happened. Um, and I think we've, we've already played through all of Demon's Souls on PS3 and mm. now we're going to go through it on PS5 and maybe play as like a class or a build that I've never done before. Maybe like a faith build that uses miracles. Stealth Archer. Not a Stealth Archer. I will play a different class this time. Stealth Archer. Stealth Archer every time. <laughs> stealth Archer every time. But that's what I've been playing. Mm. Fantastic. I think it's time for question two, you know. Okay. I don't. This one comes from Tommy the Wank Engine. Tommy says, my roommate Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Nice to see you Hi, again. Ellen. Thank Hi, you Ellen. for drawing us as um, overcooked characters. Oh, yeah. That's mm. amazing. Looked up at the TV at the exact moment I was examining the lower half of, the, of a dead clicker in The Last of Us 2. So she was greeted with a full screen mushroom dong. My questions are, one, how do I apologize? And two, what's the worst thing in gaming someone has walked in on you playing? My question three is, do the clickers have actual mushroom yeah. dongs in The Last of Us? There's like, yeah, they're, some of them have like really detailed they're they're just like oh my God. clothes are rich. You can I've also looked, see you, know? you can also see female nipples in it sometimes, which oh is grotesque. I don't think I've ever looked hard enough. You know, maybe well, next time I need to. You're doing it wrong. Mm. I want to play through it again, so maybe next time I've I'll... definitely never seen exposed, dong. There's there's exposed genitals. You may have seen. Hmm. It's really subtle. Though. I've probably seen boobies. Yeah, yeah, there are there are boobies in it. Yeah, yeah. but they're like they've got cauliflower on them and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, mm. uh, but they're, they're there. Boobies. They're there. Uh, number one, how do I apologize? Uh, I don't think you should. 
I think you should be like, hey, don't shame me. You didn't make the game. Yeah. yeah. It's um, Neil's fault. If you were a zombie and you had a mushroom penis, would you want people to look at it? I think I would. I would. Yeah. I would look at my penis. And I wouldn't mushroom. want those people's partners to say, why are you looking at that that mushroom penis for? Mm. And well, why are you looking at it? You're looking at it as well. We're all looking we're at all it. Looking we're all looking at it. We're all looking at the mushroom doll. Uh, question two, what's the worst thing in gaming someone has walked in on you playing? See, I really, really had to rack my brains for an answer to this because I guess I just like had like nice, nice sort of environment of privacy. In so did I. <laughs> and pe my parents wouldn't just walk in on stuff. I hear all these stories about, oh yeah, when I was playing Ride to Hell Retribution, my parents walked in during the overall sex scene. It's, and it's pretty like, raunchy, to be fair. You know, why are your parents just walking in on you like that? Um, so I was, <laughs> I was actually got a whole list of things. <laughs> I forgot uh, to. So I, it took me ages to think of an answer. And all I could think of was um, the Christmas that I got Resident Evil 4. Mm. Um, from Grandma. Cool Grandma. Uh, it wasn't from Grandma. Was it Peter's was it Gamer no. Uncle? No, I don't believe so. It was Peter's oh, Gamer man. Uncle, but Cool Grandma <laughs> was there. Um, she was staying over Dabbing, Christmas, presumably all the time. Yeah, and it was on like Boxing Day or maybe even the twenty seventh. I think she was still there. Um, she, when people stayed at my house, um, they would have my room because we had a bed that had a bed under it, and oh. you could like bring it up so yeah. it'd be two single beds. Oh, so wow. uh, and I would normally sleep downstairs on the sofa bed. Um, but my PS2 was in that room. So I was in that room playing Resident Evil and grandma was in there at the other end of the room, just ironing. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why she was doing the ironing. She was a guest in that house. <laughs> it's what grandmas do. And I do. booted up the game for the first time and the opening cutscene played. And then I walked into the spooky house right at the start and the man tried to kill me and I shot him. And then the policeman who drove Leon into the village got knocked off of the cliff into a ravine and Leon watches it all happen through the window, turns around, has a moment of realization. And then with the most emphasis I've ever heard anyone say the word goes, shoot, <laughs> like that, but the bad word. No. Grandmas don't like that one. Uh, Grandmas don't like that there's one. There's a really hard T at the end, shoot. Uh, and, uh, my grandma just heard her from the other end of the room go, oh, no. Oh, oh, that's the <laughs> worst that reaction it. from a grandma. That is. Uh, My goodness. And that that's it. That's the the worst experience I've had with someone being like, what are you playing, young man? And she was, and that was it. She was fine with it after that. I was like, she wasn't bothered. No, sorry, grandma. She's like, no, whatever. It's your, it's your game. I might slip in here as well, Ashton, yeah. just to say that I also have not really had any moments where people have walked in on games. You know, I enjoy my disgusting sex moments in games in, in silence, in the dark, mm. on my own, mm. as it should as be. As it enjoyed. should be. Yes. Uh, but there may have been, I don't know, like an occasion where I was playing Fallout 3 and maybe I had the, the bloody mess perk on and I shot someone and they just exploded into like a cloud of viscera and gore and organs um but no i can't really i've had my parents have walked in on worse things okay well so when i was younger okay when i was younger um my i wasn't allowed the xbox in my room for some reason had to be downstairs in the dining room the dining room was connected to the kitchen and also connected to the downstairs toilet so my parents would often walk through uh, when i was playing games and I bought 
Saints Row the Third. Oh. And I also bought GTA Five. And at one point, I don't know if it was a mission or I just stumbled upon the strip club for the first time. But I was walking around the strip stumbled. club and seeing all the boobies. And I is there a mission in GTA Five where you have to go in the strip club? Probably. Probably. I can't remember. Either way, I was long. in the strip club and my mum just walks through with my father to go outside to the back door, which was also in the dining room. And I was just like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Go, no. no. <laughs> and my mum was like, I'm going to get in trouble. What is on the telly? And I was like, is this, is this a mission? I can't, I'm not controlling it, mum. I'm not controlling it, I promise. <laughs> How old were you at the time? Like 14, 15. Oh my God. You shouldn't have been playing GTA, apart from the fact that that's the age everyone plays GTA. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Saints Row the Third, you can run around with a giant yes, you can penis bat, bat. A um, bat. and just various situations in Saints Row are probably not things you want your parents to watch. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple of situations like that when I was younger. It happened more often than I would care to admit because I literally didn't have a choice. Whether, there's no door on the dining room either, so I couldn't even close the door and be like, can you just not come in for a couple of hours? some privacy. I'm playing my smart Mom, game. Don't play my game. Um, but more recently than that, um, oh. last year when we were all working from home, my partner and I were all kind of sat in the same room and the TV and the like PlayStation's in the same room as well. Um, my partner was working late and I didn't want to sit in the bedroom all night and just be quiet. So I decided to sit on a beanbag in a black hoodie in the black beanbag and play The Last of Us 2. However, during The Last of Us 2, if you haven't played it, there's a sex scene. Uh, there are. Oh, yeah. A couple of sex scenes. A couple of sex scenes. But there's one kind of, one that I think goes on slightly too long in a boat. Mm. Um, and I was just playing that. And Ben, uh, my Ben, was in the middle of a live stream that is dedicated to like 17, 18 year olds to tell them to come to university. And I was in the background like, oh, geez. And I, I don't think you could see the telly, but the whole time I was just there like, Mm, oh, no. stop 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 and i could just hear ben talking about going to university is a really good choice because it gets you the qualifications you can get the job and i was just like oh i feel like i'm on camera just watching this you right just now need, you need a private room to be able to play video games yeah well i don't have that now in my flat but luckily You've i live alone now flat. so yeah. i don't have anyone it's all one to big room come over mm. um but yeah, so I've had many a situation in my life where someone's walked in on me playing something that I, or doing something that I don't want them to see oh when I'm boy. on the video game. Oh boy. And I'm sure I've also had the, the parents thing of, do they have to swear so much mm, in this game? Yeah. Well, yes, actually, yes, because mom. they're human beings. Yeah. Mm. I've heard you swear, mum. so. But yes, that's my answer to the question. I don't, I don't understand why my grandma was so offended because I remember once when I was about eight years old, she was taking me to school and uh, on the radio, they were doing a call-in thing where they were just saying, call us in, tell us the most annoying sound in the world or the worst sound in the world. What do you think the worst sound in the world is? Let us know. Call on this number. Someone rang in and said, uh, here, I've, uh, I've got one. I know one. What about uh, your parents doing it? And, uh, and I looked at grandma and said, doing what? And she went... <laughs> Oh, having sex like that. I was like, whoa. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. okay. I understand now. But oh. she just came out with it like that. I Goodness mean, me. Yeah. Off, Grandma. She, she wasn't wrong. That's what he meant. <laughs> what uh, What? What a brilliant radio segment that was. Yeah, I know. Sounds, sounds great. Sounds really Really peak, like, you know, British 1999 yeah. stuff. Sounds a bit uh, odd, actually. Yeah. Mm. Uh, some might even call it 
weird. Key 103. Oh. It still exists, I think. That Key really 103. It's not been bought by Capital. Or I don't think it, well, it might be part of the network something. now, but I think yeah. it's still got its own name. Global. Globe, yeah, Global. Yeah. It's time for weird news. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's weird news time. Time for weird news. And weird news this week is brought to us by our podcast producers. Those being Matt Barger, James Carmichael, oh. Sean Legg, Trick24, Evan Bright, Fred Cartwright, Ellie That's Nicholas, Hutcher Ten, wow. Harrison Calman, Dylan, Gabrielle Philippic, and Katie Ga- King Garrett. King of the Channel? Well, I mean, it was Gosh. right there and I just read it. Right, okay. Do you know well, what? I guess you can just do the rest of the podcast on your own. Why don't we just do the rest of the podcast without Ben? All right. Yeah. See you later. Go on. Off you go. Okay. Um, you've done this. So it's time for weird news, everyone. Uh, this was submitted by Dead of the Sean by, or at Dead of the Sean on Twitter. Um, that's both his handle and his name. Hmm. Uh, thank you very much for sending this. I'm going to just get it open on my chat. Uh, this is according to NME.com. Ooh. You know, that gaming outlet that talks about gaming stuff. Uh-huh. News channels report Armour t- Armor 3 footage as real-life pro-Taliban attack. Oh, yeah, I saw this. This is not good. No. Uh, subtitle, Life Imitates Armour. This is written by Andy Brown. Uh, an exclusive, quote... Video claiming to show Pakistan's air force supporting Taliban forces in Afghanistan has turned out to be footage from Milsim game Armour 3. That means military Military simulator. simulator. As caught by fact checker Mohammed Zubair on Twitter, footage posted by Republic claiming to show the Pakistan army supporting Taliban against the Northern Alliance in Panjshir was actually clipped from an Armour 3 video posted in J- January 2021. So someone took footage from the game and pretended it was an actual footage of Taliban. Put it on the news. Yeah, the clip, while much Brilliant. lower quality, is from a video showcasing an A-10 Warthog jet versus an anti-air tank in the game. Uh, there is then an embedded tweet, so this link will be available in the video description uh, on the YouTube version of this podcast if you want to 
uh, have a look at this article. It's got the tweet embedded. Uh, it's not actually a very uh, interesting video. Oh, hang on. Uh, here it is. I'll show it to Ashton. Well, Ben's not here, so. No. Um, it's it's not. That's it. That's the footage oh, there. right. Okay. Um, so it's just that on loop. But uh, they were reporting it as real, um, which is great, you know. Uh, PC Gamer reports the footage appeared on Indian news channels, Republic TV, Times Now, Navbarat, Z Hindustan, and TV9 Bharat Vash, and claimed to show Pakistan's air force engaged in battle over the Panjshir Valley, where some of Afghan's, uh, Afghanistan's military forces still hold out against Taliban forces. Um a, it's so good that journalists and media companies are really doing their homework, isn't it? Well, absolutely. A Bohemia Interactive representative uh, has told PC Gamer that while the clip, quote, is so cropped and low res that it's hard to identify an exact video, they are confident it is Armour 3 footage. The representative adds that this isn't the first time that footage from Armour 3 has been picked up and reported as a real world event. Wow. He says, strangely, we've seen this particular game footage be used several times by certain media outlets in support of their real-life news coverage. We know this is because we've pre been previously approached... Uh, we know this because we've been previously approached regarding similar occurrences by fact-checkers from organizations such as Agence France Press, Check Your Fact, PolitiFact, and if I remember correctly, also Reuters. Um, wow. So the uh, article continues, but it basically says that um, it was... I know. I think this is a different article that I read. Said that um, it had been used in uh, as a depiction of the IRA shooting down a helicopter as well. Good. Um, well. I think it was the IRA. Um, maybe not. Citation needed. But there you go. Well, it's not like it. You know, they did their citation. Well, yeah. So. I mean, why would I bother checking the facts when uh, that's what's happening? People are posting armor footage. Next, on... you'll get footage of like The Last of Us, and they're like a zombie outbreak. Zombie apocalypse. Oh has my happened. god. Uh, so there you go, that's some weird news. Ashton, weird news? I have some weird news. It comes from Michael Milan on Twitter, at Lord of Penguins. And it's about, I retweeted something to do with this, so I thought I'll read the news. Okay. The headline is, Choo Choo Charles is a horror game in which you can fight an evil spider train named Charles with an old train of your own. Keep calm and carriage on. Oh, very good. That's the subtitle. I like it. This is from Eurogamer, and it's written by Wesley Yin Poole. Good job, Wesley. Thanks, Wesley. I've never seen a horror game like this before, but I'm going to give it everything I've got. That's not what it says. That's just a little fun little extra, extra for you all there. Mm -hmm. Choo Choo Charles is an open world horror game in which you can fight an evil spider train named Charles with an old train of your own. You upgrade your train over time as you navigate an island. The only problem is Charles is a constant threat. The announcement trailer is below. Have you seen the trailer? I have seen the trailer. Again, it it'll, be on, it'll be linked below. Um, and you can see it on my Twitter as well. Can't wait for you to stream this. I'm actually. really excited. It comes out next year. Yeah. Um, according to Choo Choo Charles' Steam listing, you need to do things like clear your... <laughs> Steam listing. Nice. Very nice. Mm. Um, you need to do things like clear your path on foot or switch the direction of tracks as you plan your route across the island. All the while, Charles might be waiting for you. Mm. Fantastic. You, uh, you loot and complete missions to find scrap, which is used to turn your train into a death machine on wheels. There are settlers on the island and you can help them out in exchange for weapons, which you'll need to defend yourself from Charles. Here's the official blurb. In Choo Choo Charles, you're given the task of eradicating a monster known by the locals as Charles. Nobody knows where he came from, but they know why. To eat flesh of puny humans. Oh, yummy. You have a small yellow train with a map-mounted 
with a map, mounted machine gun, and an exquisite collection of bobbleheads on the dashboard. You'll use your train to get from place to place, while you complete missions for the townspeople, loot scraps, uh, or loot scraps around the island. Once a, uh, what? Over time, you'll use your scraps to upgrade your train's speed, armor, and damage. You'll grow your arsenal and hopefully become an unstoppable force ready to take on the mighty Charles. Choo Choo Charles is due out early next year. Sounds wonderfully original and completely terrifying. Trains shouldn't do this sort of thing. They just shouldn't. It's the work of Two Star Games, aka indie developer Gavin. Jesus? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I haven't finished reading my news, God. Can you take me in a minute? Oh, please. Um, make over a handful of well-received games on Steam, such as My Beautiful Paper Smile, My Friend is a Raven, and Cloud Climber. Something tells me Choo Choo Charles is on track to be Two Star Games' biggest game yet. Mm. I'm quite excited for it. It looks horrifying. It does. It looks so, I'm on brilliantly board. horrifying. I'm looking forward to seeing you play it. Uh, so... Well, I guess that's the end of weird news, in the running then. order, it says... Uh, with the option of either question three, or three or three, uh, or a uh, profuse apology, says here. Oh yeah, it does say profuse um, apology from Ben Potter for reading out everything and not including the two other hosts in the podcast, even though we're sat here and are paid to be here. I wonder if we'll get that, or we're just going to get someone trying to do I mean, the, the spooky... people are paid for it. These podcast yeah. producers have paid good money. Yeah, to, to have that. us. So if it doesn't happen, I think names it's out. short change. I think so honest. too. I'd. Um, <laughs> It's like some kind of ghost is affecting this situation right now Mm -hmm. Um, because it's spooky months, but I'm still waiting on that profuse apology. Yeah, me too. From uh, from Ben Potter. Yeah, I can wait all day. It's your own time you're wasting, class. Yeah. Look at that playground. Do you want to go out there and. Uh, the oh. bear whisperer is currently on on the TV. Hang on. That's probably. We probably can't. Hang on. That's illegal. <laughs> For those listening at home, I hope you're enjoying yourselves. It's, we're having a great time. Ben tried to be funny, but actually just made more work for himself. You proud of yourself? Um, I'm actually okay. I think I'll just stay over here. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I don't want to play today. I don't feel like it. Just stay here. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Have you got any news to read out? No. If you, if you want to have a if you want to ha- see who can out stubborn the other, I'm very happy to move yeah, on. Yeah, I'm happy three. to move on to question three as well. Um, okay. Okay. Question <laughs> well. three. It's from Harrison Man, who says, "Is it purely greed that allows a game like eFootball 2022 to make it to stores in such a broken state, or is it incompetence, or perhaps both?" Thank you, Harrison Man. Thank you, Harrison Man. Um, I didn't write notes for this answer because I think the answer is basically yes. Yes, um, I also didn't write notes because I thought the answer was basically yes. It's a mixture of greed and um, what's the word? Hey, leave that alone. <laughs> arrogance. Yeah, I think I arrogance. Think so. It's it might not be greed in the sense that I don't think they. I mean, they may. It depends about. I don't know if this example is a case of this, but it certainly happens um, where people do are just greedy and they say mm. we're going to make some shovelware and get some profit off it. Yeah. Um, but whether that's what happened here. I don't know. What might have happened is they s- sat down in a boardroom and said, we're going to try our best to make a game. And then when they realized, oh, it's rubbish, it is still, I mean, that's when it becomes greed. If it's yeah. like, well, we're still going to make people pay we're for this. We're still going to put it out anyway. Um, whether that was the uh, the, the goal have, from the outset yeah. is a different thing. Um, you but- have every opportunity when making a game and marketing a game and posting a game 
to remove the game, like just let people know yeah. that either the game's not happening mm -hmm. or it's going to need to be delayed. Yeah. You know, you've got every opportunity. They just chose not to use any of those opportunities. Because money. Because money. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't put the game out, you don't make any money on it. Whether people buy it and then ask for a refund or buy it and can't be bothered to ask for a refund, you're more likely to make a little bit of money. Well, that's the thing. I've not followed... Um this game other than the horrible the images that really were released good versions of its reveal uh, i've not seen any stories since in the news about whether people are maybe getting refunds on mass or anything like that i'm not sure no i haven't seen anything about it really i think most people just saw it and went well i'm just not gonna buy it then mm -hmm. so oh hello well it's free to play so there'll be no refunds at all right fantastic okay. um, well in that case it's not greed uh if is there microtransactions though? I, I think so. Assume. There was a four, I believe there was a forty dollar pre order you could get to get some additional stuff. Right, right. that's what I but, saw. Uh, I didn't yeah. realize it. It was. It's intended by to default, be a free to free play, to play model, I see, right. which in a way is really promising because a lot of people have been sick and fed up for the longest time with annualized sports franchises. Yes, this game should not have launched in the state it was in. We all had a lot of fun looking at the bugs and the glitches mm -hmm. because they were wild. They were really um, good. However, it should be tempered with the fact that it is free to play and also that they kind of said it was just going to be a demo when it launched, which again is weird and not really acceptable. But I've got a quote from Push Square here. Um, in many ways, yes, and then in parentheses, it is a demo. We want people to get hands-on with eFootball as soon as possible, so we will launch with a limited number of teams and modes, exact oh, details yeah. to follow, which is why there's only like nine teams in it. I did see that they were stuff. like, more teams will be released as we go. But It's just weird. Why would they launch it in such a soft I state? Know. I like the idea that details to follow doesn't mean press details and more information. It means, no, in the game. Face details. Yeah. Face details. <laughs> Polygons to follow. to follow. Yeah. Rubbish. I don't... Billy. I don't know that it's greed as much as it's just a really poor decision. Yeah. Mm. They've come out, they've absolutely, this is their new, their brand new model to get Pro Evolution Soccer back into the mainstream now as eFootball. Yeah. And they've just, I'm, I can't, I'm trying to put the words together without swearing. They've completely flipped themselves. Yeah. Like, this couldn't have gone worse. The, the mm -hmm. reputation and the image of this franchise is ruined yeah. immediately. Um, I don't know why they didn't wait. Why yeah. wouldn't you wait? I think in this specific example, on balance, it's it's not greed for the most part. It's greed in the sense that they can clearly see that there are issues here and to, to charge people money for that is by definition in some way, shape or form, probably a bit greedy. But mm -hmm. uh, I think, yeah, more uh, in, in this case, it's probably kind of arrogance or um, possibly even ignorance to an extent. They just think like oh, people, people all people buy that. People won't care. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's yeah. go for it. Um, it's not a good look. No. Yeah. And it doesn't look good either. <laughs> Very good. It's true. That's great. Yeah. It took me a second. I was like, why did she just say the same thing I said? That's really I weird. didn't. I, I changed it. You did. You I very did it. Guys, I'm sorry. Are you really? Oh. Do you have any weird news that you'd like to talk about now? I think, yeah, I think it's too late now. But we should do the podcast sure? producers again because they'll. I don't think they would. Because they were drowned out by the outrage. We've never really discussed. This is new for us. How we want to do this? Should we do one well, each? Last week we, we did, did it last one week. Each. One each. I honestly, 
can't remember. Okay. But I will now. We did. I think uh, you started last week, so we can do that. That can be the format. We'll do. We'll go first. We'll just and go we'll in. Go, go in a circle. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Matt Barger or Barger, a circle like that. Yeah. Clockwise. Clockwise. Right. Uh, James Carmichael. Sean Legg. Trick twenty four. Evan Breidenbach. Fred Cartwright, aka Gy Goliath. Ellie Nicholas. Hutcher <laughs> ten. Harrison Calnan. Dylan. Gabrielle Philippink. And Katie Jarrett. Thank you so much to our wonderful podcast producers. Go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump to find out how you can become a podcast producer, get an actual shout out and sponsor the weird news section. Thank Mm. you so much. And cause utter chaos, absolute (laughs) chaos. All of that was on you guys. Should we move on Mm. to something rather large? Yes. Yeah, we should. What is it? Oh, it's time for the big discussion. It's big discussion time, time for the big discussion. This week's big discussion comes courtesy of Harrison Kalman, mm. who says, Hi guys and girls and jungle scogs and walruses and other creatures, mm-hmm. beasties and everything in between. I am asking, do you ever feel that video game franchises ever get intimidating to play slash jump into? For example, I think the new God of War looks interesting, but I've never played any of the others. And even if I play the 2018 release, I'm still, I, I'll still feel sorry like I've missed out on those that came before, and it'd be very difficult both time-wise and setup-wise to dive back to the PS2 era and onwards. I know a lot of franchises try and reboot narratives so you can jump in, but with callbacks and inside references, it's difficult to feel fully connected to the narrative. Even as a big Ratchet and Clank fan, I still found that Rift Apart played into lore from games way back in the PS3 era uh, that have unfortunately been forgotten and should have instead been its own game welcoming to new players have you ever been put off by game franchises because of this and if so what do you think can be done to confront this thank you harrison thank you harrison i'm a i'm a bit of a slave to this whole thing i really don't like going into anything unless unless i played it from the start like whether that's um video games or if it's um you know movie franchises tv Mm. series I hate to think that there are, because that's sometimes my, that that can be my favorite thing in, particularly in um, visual media, in movies and TV shows and stuff, when there is like a tiny throwback in the background or something, a little Easter egg, and I hate to think I'm missing out on stuff like that. Um, so it's one of the reasons why I didn't touch The Witcher Three for so long, um, and I, I, probably another, uh, it's it also was probably what caused me to. Um, put it down after playing it for 45 minutes um, to an extent. <laughs> it was also just the scale of the game. Yeah. And I kind of didn't want to commit to a big open world, but I didn't like that there was all this like political stuff going on. I was like, how much of this should I know? And sometimes that can be the difficult thing is um, you can play a game, for example, God of War, and uh, it might well be that you know, you're you're entering a series for the first time, and you're hearing things that are happening and you don't actually know whether you should know or know something or not. It might be a new character. It might be, you know, a new bit of law that's never been revealed before, but you hear someone talking about something as a matter of fact, and you're like, Oh man, am I supposed to understand that or not? Mm. Um, so that alone can, can be a bit off putting. Um, uh, even something like Assassin's Creed to an extent, I think is kind of, making this an issue when it shouldn't have to be an issue. Those games could be completely standalone um, by just following different characters in different time periods. But because they really feel the need to tie it all together with this strange animus, um, you know, modern day 
storyline that just makes absolutely no sense to me because I've not played over half of the games. Um, I always find that a bit off-putting as well. I know yeah. they've really like uh, cut that down now to the extent that sometimes it's just cutscenes or sometimes but even you just then, like, walk across a room. But With Valhalla, mm. you've got the, the flash forwards, if you will, but that character, I can't remember what her name is. Do you remember what her name is? In, In Valhalla, the... The, the like modern day modern day girl oh i can't remember what no. her name is but <laughs> no, she's in know. she's in origins the egyptian one right as the again the person going into the animus mm-hmm. and then i assume she's in odyssey because i went origins odyssey valhalla is mm-hmm. that right yeah mm-hmm. i yeah, assume she's in odyssey it, because yeah. between end of origins and beginning of valhalla Something's clearly gone on here mm. that yeah, we've missed out on. And I didn't though. really know what was going on because suddenly we're in a cabin and she's talking about like a clock or something that they found or they're looking for something and suddenly the sun's like exploding. Yeah, it was like, and you're like post-apocalyptic. I've definitely moment. missed something here. Like I've missed a couple of steps mm. uh, to get to where we are today. So yeah. It's a bit of a, spe- a special case, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's like really like very much a side story, but uh, it still does put me off those games and I probably would have played more of them um in recent years if not for that whole arc mm. that's just going kind of showing no signs of stopping mm. even though as i say they have really like pared it back a bit in recent games yeah it's, regardless of the ongoing narrative i think just the modern day stuff is so crap yeah, it just needs it is, to yeah. it just need it's off-putting not even necessarily because i don't know what's going on no, it's just of quality rubbish yeah. and it just mm-hmm. pulls you right out of the quite literally pulls you out of the experience mm. of the time period yeah. you're meant to be inhabiting yeah um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's, that, those are my thoughts. It, it really, it does hold me back a lot, actually, sometimes. Um, it really makes a difference. I think God of War as well, the 2018 one, I played as the first God of War I played. And there was a couple of bits where I'm like, oh, who's this character that suddenly appeared? Like we've suddenly got, and it wasn't Zeus. Maybe it was Athena, maybe appears someone mm-hmm. in God of War 2018. And I was like, what's she doing here? We're not talking about you right now. And then my Ben was like, oh, yeah, so there's this whole thing that happened in the old games that, like, this makes so much sense if you know this. And I'm like, oh, but I didn't know that because I don't haven't played those games. So I had to, like, do a bit of a Google and, like, read the Wikipedia to kind of understand a bit more what's going on. Um, I think the Ratchet and Clank example is actually a really good example because there's so many Ratchet and Clank mm. games um, that are still just PS3. Obviously, this is a remake that came out, the movie remake, yeah. that goes through the initial story, which to be fair, for most of the new game, Rift Apart, you don't need much more than the remake to kind of understand what's going on at the beginning of the game. Because it's really only the beginning where it like focuses on the past games. And obviously there is references to it. And you do kind of find out a little bit of like other things that have happened in other games. Um, and there is characters from other games yeah. in Rift Apart that are games that not everyone's played. Um like is it Quest for Booty? There's the pirate. It's the pirate one, yes. isn't it? And you've got a couple of characters from that in it. Um, and obviously, like Quark is a character that you already know from the remake if you've played the remake. But I do think that's a really good example. My one that is the game franchise that I really do feel like I want to get into, but I just can't. It's Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah. I think Kingdom Jesus. Hearts is. I don't know. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's like the I, worst one. It's. I feel like it's such a good game when I've played bits and bobs of it. But I don't understand what's going on. No. And I'll like watch Ben play it, my Ben, MB, play it. And I'm like, I don't... So who's this guy? Who's this character? Mm. Why are we here? What's Even going Kingdom on? Hearts fans don't understand yeah. what's no, going on. No, exactly. Like there's so much 
lawn like other games and it jumped from one platform to another and yeah. like there were handheld ones and there and were different formats like the one on the switch the one remixes. on the switch is yeah the one on the switch is a like a rhythm based game the whole game but it has some story elements in it and there's like that one that's called like dream drop distance or drip drop drop or whatever that's apparently also something else to do with the story but it's not one of the 1. 1.4 1. 1.5 mm. how can you have a game that's 1. 1.5 2.8. How can you have a game as 2.8? Doesn't make any Final sense. Mix. Final yeah. mix, the remix. Um, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts is just baffling to me. But yeah. I would love to be able to get into it. But I just categorically cannot understand what's going on. I totally agree. I really enjoyed Kingdom Hearts one, and I missed Kingdom Hearts two at the time. Um, and I always thought, oh no, I must go back and play that because I really mm. like the first one. And then in the time it took me to uh, think, oh, when will I? go back and play Kingdom Hearts 2, all these other little bits and bobs were coming out that I yeah. knew I would never really be able to play because they well, were on platforms like, that I didn't have. There's like Final Fantasy characters that appear in Kingdom Hearts. Mm. And you're like, who are these people? Yeah. What's going on? And then in the newest game, there was like Mickey Mouse in a black robe. And I'm like, what, huh? Yeah, what? Why, are Mickey, why is Mickey thing, gone goth? I'm yeah. confused. Um, but yeah, I think, and to com when th the second part of the question, what do you think can be done to confront this? Mm. I honestly don't know. Because I think that games obviously all have their own inbuilt lore system and their own inbuilt storyline. But when you've got games like Kingdom Hearts that just jumps back and forth on different platforms, back and forth in time, various different stories. Same with, I, I suppose Final Fantasy is not so bad because they're individual stories kind of that don't always necessarily have anything to do with each other. But Kingdom Hearts is definitely very much like, if you just kept it all on one thing and just kind of stuck to what everyone knew, because people don't like rhythm-based games, they don't like mobile games, or they don't like hand playing on a handheld, they're going to miss out on elements of the story that then might come up later on and be very confused. But there's people obviously who would watch like the Dark Souls lore kind of videos on things like Kingdom Hearts, but it's just so girthy of a topic that it's like i'm sorry i didn't know what the word i was looking for well, was so girthy accurate. is the one um so it's hard to kind of find your way through it but yeah i don't know i don't know if i answered how to confront it i think i just ranted a bit more well i was going to come back to that i don't know if ben you want to answer the first part first but yeah i don't uh well while i sympathize with people who are put off by jumping into games when there are existing games in the in a series or a mm -hmm. franchise i can't personally say that that's ever really stopped me mm. um mass effect 2 i had to jump into because mass effect 1 wasn't on ps3 yeah. the witcher 3 that series made its debut on ps4 i had to jump into that one blind mm -hmm. as well if there's a game that i really want to play then i will just play it and again while i understand why that may be off-putting to some people i think there are definitely ways you can get around it and if I'm jumping into a game that I have no prior knowledge of or if, you know, that I want a refresher on, um, there are thousands of YouTube recap yeah. videos, especially on the lead up to launches of big games or reboots or sequels that are knowingly coming to a new platform or games that have been away for a while and they're getting a new entry for the first time in like mm -hmm. a decade. Big channels like IGN. We'll put together story recaps of what's going on. So you can always, if you really want to play it, you can prepare yeah. and you can do it. And games, I will never stop beating the drum for Mass Effect 2's comic that's at the start. Yeah. That yeah. recaps what happens in Mass Effect well, 1 and also lets you make choices. So developers can do things like that if they want, but equally, they don't really have to. Especially in the case of 
for me at least, God of War and Ratchet and Clank as two examples that have been cited. While yes, there are callbacks, they not they are not central enough to the plot yeah. of the game that it that it affects your enjoyment of it at all. Certainly not mine. And I've played God of War one and two, but not three. But I'm aware of what goes on, and I was aware of the significance, at least, mm. of former character, not previous characters, and you know, not the Greek gods are characters, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like pre entities showing up again. Like I'm aware of the significance of that as a sort of like ghost of Kratos's past, you mm. know, haunting him kind of thing. Um, but for me personally, it, it, if I want to play a game, I'm going to play it. Sometimes some are harder to get into than others. You're bang on with Kingdom Hearts. Mm. That is one that I just think is impenetrable. As you said, Peter, even to Kingdom Hearts fans, yeah. mm -hmm. it's really hard to get into. Uh, but certainly for, you know, for example, if you wanted to play Spider-Man Miles Morales and you hadn't played the original Spider-Man, would you get more out of it if you played the original Spider-Man? Of course you would. But it, you'd still really enjoy Miles Morales because it's not reliant on you having yeah. played the first one, for mm. example. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was going to say that, you know, what can be done to confront this? Um, I think on the part of the developer, I think it's well worth having recaps in there. Um like I don't know why you wouldn't have make it skippable um, and literally just have it when you start. Uh, you Netflix know. do it. Yeah, life well, is strange. Exactly. Shit for every episode. Every exactly. episode you get you get a little recap of everything that's happened in the episodes before. You know when when God of War two well well not two Ragnarok uh, begins they should just throw something in there for like people who didn't play the first one. I will have played the first one by the time that comes out, so I'm not concerned. But um, you know uh, and. Even, I mean, we talk about Kingdom Hearts and the fact that you can get recaps like that on YouTube. Mm. Um, I remember when Kingdom Hearts 3 was coming out, there was this uh, video that was going around kind of as a joke that was um, all of Kingdom Hearts recapped. And it was like 35 minutes long. <laughs> and it was this, and it really paraphrased as well. I mean, not that I would know, but I, I'd heard that it was like, he was really just glossing over a lot of stuff. And... You you can like skip through it in like five minute chunks, and the way it just tonally changes and introduces like whole new factions and like seemingly like oh this is like the most powerful thing ever, and then you skip like ten minutes ahead and it's like oh he was betrayed by the the dark ones, and then like you know and then you go further ahead and it the dark ones are now working with Sora to oh god please. <laughs> Uh, so they're all eating ice creams up on the top of the church tower now. <laughs> I was really hoping that Kingdom Hearts Three would actually just kind of, sort of soft reboot its yeah. lore and history, but no, it was way uh, worse. Uh... My friend told me not to play it. Yeah, he's a big Kingdom Hearts fan, and when it came out, there wasn't much because it what was it 2019 where there were no games. Yeah, mm. and I was thinking I'd quite like to play that. It looks really fun. Not a huge Disney fan, but you know it'll be interesting to play through those levels at least. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. But then he was like, no, because once you, you finish the Disney you, bit, you just won't. You just won't understand. And oh. I think that was perhaps the biggest crime committed against parents and children uh, that Christmas was like, oh, play the game where there's Mickey Mouse and like you go to all the Disneylands mm -hmm. and like these. These six-year-olds like, are getting Kingdom Hearts 3 and they have no idea what's happening at all. Yeah, It's incredible that they managed to convolute that so much. Not that we're saying, of course, that there's nothing uh, nothing of value to be gained from playing the game or that, you know, from, from getting into the story mm. and understanding what's going on. It's just that 
It would take you For a lot a of time. For a game that's based on Disney IP, it yeah, was exactly. just a mashup of exactly. Square Enix RPGs and Disney IP. It's bonkers to see how mm -hmm. far they've taken it. Mm -hmm. They could get rid of the Disney stuff. They could. Really, yeah. And it would still be nuts. It, sounds, it tends to be that there's like two two games within a Kingdom Hearts game. You've got mm. two and then point eight. You've got like Disney and then you've got everything else that Kingdom Hearts wanted to do but had to do the Disney thing as well. Mm. So that happens after you finish all the Disney bits. You go around and you, you just help happen Hercules. to have like Donald and Goofy hanging out with you the whole time. Once you've... you've helped Hercules, you've then got to go save the the dark universe yeah. from the evil ones. Yeah, somebody's trying to take over the universe. Somebody's killed Mickey Mouse. I had a demo. Di this is just a total aside, but I had a demo disc for Kingdom Hearts One mm. um, before it came out, and it, on that there was a video as well, like a dev chat thing talking about how they'd come. It was like a, literally an elevator pitch. I think someone was in a lift with like a Disney guy or a, a Square guy, and was like, "Oh, we should do this collab." Um, and uh, it was a, a guy uh, who was more from the the Square side. He didn't wasn't to do with the Disney stuff. And he was saying, oh, we were able to give um, Donald Duck a wand and make him a wizard because he's done that before in uh, in Disney canon. Uh, he said, "They uh, we, we gave Goofy a shield um, because uh, it's like, a, it's it's not a, an aggressive weapon and it's, you know, it's very much defensive. So they basically, I don't know if you even know, Ben, but Goofy only has a shield. Yeah. 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 I played a it. bit of the first one, yeah, I and think, just a few it. times. And uh, it was just this guy sort of really smiling as though he was excited about the game that was coming out. But you could kind of see behind his eyes going, we were able to give Goofy a shield. Uh, he uses the shield in a defensive way, but is also able to attack his enemies with it. And it's like, oh God, you Disney so clearly hard told you to give you him are a not giving that man the red, that dog the man. red tape involved. Yeah, it, it's, mm. it's what I imagine. It's like working on like a licensed Marvel game at this point because yeah. that IP is so valuable. Everything has to be run by yeah. lore experts and triple. Mm quadruple checked by several departments of Marvel before it's signed off on and stuff. Make sure it's sort of PR friendly. Uh, but yeah, in, in terms of the question, yeah, absolutely. I think like it, it can be a big problem for me and uh, I don't know what can be done in some ways because mm. I, I shouldn't be on YouTube to fix those issues. I no, think it should be in the game. Yeah. You shouldn't. But equally, sometimes it's not even the fault of the developer because they're making it for people who already like their games. Yeah. And there's only so much, I suppose, pandering they can do for potentially a very small percentage of new players. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and that could cost weeks and millions to, to implement, even though we would think that it might not be. I, in an ideal world, I would like that for mm. sure. But that genuinely might be the reason. Like you play The Last of Us Part 2. They don't tell you what happens in The Last of Us Part 1. No. Um, they could do, but... They're just assuming that the vast You've majority of people it. play yeah. it have, yeah. have already done I think it. it's difficult when it's a, a recent sequel because then they're like, well, Last of Us Part 1 was remastered a couple of years before yeah, like if the 2 came out. It's true. Easily but if you've got a game that came out in like 2002 and then the sequel comes out now, Haven lots of people mm. aren't going to have played the first one and people who are wanting to pick up the second one yep. aren't going to want to go back and play a 2002 game to mm. get into the next one so it's true it's hard it's yeah it's probably context sensitive isn't it yeah. in terms of what yeah. is and isn't appropriate but and whether they're looking to welcome new players mm. i'm sure they always are yeah. but you know whether it's a huge priority yeah it should it should really be factored into like part of the marketing budget shouldn't it mm. like even if they just release a trailer on their on an official channel social media or whatever send it to 
all the outlets and it's like here's a two minute here's what you missed on yeah such and such last week on kingdom hearts yes. last decade on such and there it is well yeah. there we are let us know how you're affected by games that seemingly are impenetrable or off-putting because you haven't played the previous ones does mm-hmm. it bother you doesn't it what can they do to change let us know Peter's now going to tell you where you can find us and how you can get in touch if you want to. Hello, we are Team Triple Jump. You can go to youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump to see all of our videos and live streams. When we're streaming on both of those channels, we're modded by Lord Brotovich, Trowling Badger, and Mr. Black. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, one of the many benefits that you get with that is uh, a Twitch sub. So you can consider redeeming that on our channel and we will benefit from that. Thank you very much. We've got social media, twitter.com and facebook.com, both forward slash Team Triple Jump. Twitter for video and live stream announcements and uh, a few ad mini bits. Facebook for legacy video content, uh, discussions, which we also have over on Twitter. Uh, occasional Facebook Lives. Uh, thank you to Fraser for looking after our social media for us. Um, and uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump to see all of the brand new tiers with the extra awards. Uh, they've they've simply gone up in value. Everything's still there, but now there's extra stuff too. Even more. Mm-hmm. We have a website. It's triplejut.mup. That's triplejut.mp. Um, we also have a Discord. So if you want to join Discord and chat with all of your fellow Walrus clan, you can do by going to triplejut.mup forward slash Discord. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Tori, and Hollow Eyes. And thank you to Joe. We'll do a proper thank, thank you, you in much, a minute. Joe. But, thank you, Joe. Um, and we, if you want to listen to the podcast, maybe you're going to the shops to buy a steamed ham and you haven't got time to watch it, so you want to listen to it. You go to triplejet.mup forward slash podcast to find out where you can listen to it. Um, all of our live stream VODs, which is a lot during the week. So if you miss one, you can go back and watch it at triplejet.mup forward slash VODs. That's V-O-D-S. Um, and then we also have a shop where you can buy merch. Well, merch. Not this, is my top. Merch. Which is triplejumpshop.com. We've got brand new merch on there. Get it quick because it's selling like hotcakes. Get it quick. Um, and you can find out what's going on on the merch shop by going to Actable Jump Shop on Twitter. Yes, you can. Why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint streams. Blaze it, Blaze it. on Blaze YouTube. It. The other days being solo streams on Twitch, Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Sunday for everyone else. We do the podcast every Saturday and we have shows one every other week or thereabouts. Why not leave a review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Of course, triplejump.gg. Go check it out if you want some digital currencies or some subscriptions and that kind of stuff. Uh, we want to thank Joe, uh, our, our mod on Discord, who stepped down this last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Stepped down last week. And yeah. Tori, who's stepped up as well. Uh, so keep an eye out for those changes and those wonderful people if you go over to our Discord. Thank you, Joe. Yes. And welcome, Tori. Yes, absolutely. There is a What It Means to Me going out on the channel this week. In fact, it'll be out now. That's Matt KC off of the YouTubes, who has very kindly come on to talk all about what Lego Island means to him. Love Lego Island. So go give that a watch and reminisce about Lego Island. Mm. There's a rank list, isn't there, Peter? There is. It's every Persona party member ranked from worst to best. People are going to be cross. People are going to be really cross. People are going to be cross with just my pronunciations. (laughs) There was a lot of back and forth about how they pronounce it. We did a lot of retakes. Well, I did a lot of retakes, (laughs) and I did retakes in a different room to where I recorded the original retakes. And they didn't really insert into the old one because the acoustics were different. So I'm sort of talking like 
The best thing about Ryuji <laughs> is... It's so, actually pronounced Ryuji. Ryuji. Oh, oh more You're going to have to do it again. Uh, uh, but this has been a long, long time coming, this one. Mm. It has been a lot of retakes, a lot of re-exports because of, you know, Japanese names and... We're not native speakers, so we're trying to get it right. Yeah. But equally, this is not a ranking of the best boys and the best girls. The ones that you want to, you know, wake up next to in the morning. Do That's kisses. Not, do kisses with, do sweet, sweet kisses with. That's not what this is. But can you do it's, sweet, sweet kisses with them? Most of them. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, it's not a ranking cat. of, not the cat though, <laughs> sadly. Uh, it's, a, it's a ranking of their effective, don't look at me like that. Their effectiveness in battle and also the strength of the, their sort of personal stories mm. that unfold throughout the games. Yeah. It's obviously massively subjective and I don't think anyone else has ranked all the Persona members, probably for good reason, because the fan base are going to be irate regardless of where people well, are ranked. Well, dislikes and angry comments are engagement according to the algorithm. So. Yeah. You know what? Why not be a force for good and just say, wow, this list looked like a lot of work to put together and I really appreciate all of your hard work. My personal top five are... Mm. Yeah. There you go. One I did. The cat, the dog, the robot, and uh, two girls. C Combot. Combot. Combot is in it, actually. Mm. Um, anyway, it's time for us to go. Just time, though, to talk about this week's sponsor once again, which is an antidiuretic called Outlast Poo. Mm. Don't need to go into that anymore because it not. was disgusting. Mm. Uh, thank you so much for listening slash watching, and we'll catch you all next time. Have a good weekend. Bye. Love you, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.